0: on today's episode of locked on 76ers it's free agency week it kicks off on thursday 6 p.m we dive into what the 76ers needs are next right here on locked on 76ers
1: you are locked on 76ers your daily philadelphia 76ers podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online had you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts today. What's up, D? How you doing, bro? I'm good, man. Excited
0: for the start of free agency week. See what the boys do as we get things started on Thursday. I'm looking forward to it. How about you? Oh, I'm
1: excited. I'm excited. I'm excited.
0: Yeah, Calm before the fun. storm. Turn around and, and what they do and how far they. They feel like they need to go in terms of reshaping the roster. We're going to get into all that next as we look and see what the needs are for this basketball team. But first, we need to welcome you all. you Locked On 76ers. I'm Devon Gibbons from 97.5, the Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia, alongside my co-host and partner, Keith Pompey, the 76ers beat writer for the Enquirer.com. And we thank you all for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including right here on YouTube as well at Locked On 76ers. Well, Keith, it's always an interesting time when we get to the start of free agency. The draft is now in our rear view while we will address uh, some things with the team overall and of course with the uh, acquisition now of the Anthony Melton becoming official. We need to look at the, the needs now for this basketball team. Later on, we'll talk about Jaden Springer, the first round pick from a season ago, and the Kyrie Irving situation, and why that's important for the 76ers as we monitor that uh, by Wednesday when he has to opt in or opt out the same way that James Harden has to do so for the Philadelphia 76ers and his contract. But Keith, some of the needs. We need to talk about the needs for this basketball team. They have addressed the uh, backup point guard position with De'Anthony Melton in the trade for the 23rd overall pick, which was Dave Roddy, to Memphis with Danny Green and his $10 million. That's now official. De'Anthony Melton in and Danny Green and the number 23 overall pick out. So with that, they have addressed that point guard position. Also being a combo guard and a defender at what he is at that size, you can say they addressed a little bit more athleticism as well uh, with that pick, but uh, with that acquisition, but they need more. And I ask you first, before I give mine, uh, what else do you think they need to address as we get ready for free agency now on Thursday, 6 p.m.?
1: You know, I think they need a a, a backup five. I mean, I, I think that's the one thing that stands out to me the most. You know, I understand, you know, we we look at um, you know, Charles Bassey, we we look at Paul Reed, B ball paul, you know, there's two guys who are, you know, up and comers, um, guys who they have um they say that they like a lot but it just seems like they really didn't get the number they didn't get the the experience and and they, and they may not quite be there in regards to being someone that you can depend on right like you know and now again i know paul reed has played well in the playoffs in this limited time but i think that for sixers to win the championship especially with Joel Embiid you know you he, i know he played he was healthy for most of this past season But his injury history, I I believe that they need to go out there and go get someone who is proven, someone who's a veteran and and someone like that who can help them out, you know, in that in that capacity. So no
0: faith in the young guys right now. You're along the lines of Doc Rivers, who just simply didn't feel like throughout the uh, after the trade happened with Andre Drummond and Seth Curry, Ben Simmons going to the Nets, that he would give them an opportunity. And he did not really give them much of an opportunity. I thought that Charles, Charles Bassey was the likely candidate to move up a bit in the rotation, even as a rookie, just to get a little more run and see what he could actually do. And we never saw him. He just kept feasting on the G League competition because that's where he was. He, when he was with the big team, didn't play much. Paul Reed got the got the uh, go-ahead in the postseason, and he flashed. He showed He showed a few things, but you're right. we don't know if he's going to be ready. And at the end of the season, he did talk a good game where he felt like uh, Doc trusted him a little bit more, but he knows he doesn't trust him completely. And that's one thing that he wants to work on and do the things necessary going into the offseason to come back and be a more complete player for what his role might be as the main person behind Joel Embiid or even as a rotational big with someone else when his number's called just to be ready and, again, show Doc Rivers and his teammates that, he's worthy of being out there. But I, I I guess when we look at it, Keith, and they didn't address it in the draft, and you talk about having a veteran five right now, obviously the last two years they did so by acquiring Dwight Howard with the league minimum, a veteran league minimum, and the same thing for Andre Drummond, where they were both willing to come in for the league minimum. Can they pull that off for a third consecutive offseason?
1: I don't know. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. And, and I don't want to make it seem as if, like, I'm hating on these dudes. Like I'm not going to play them. The thing is, I think they're good. I just think that right about now is like the, the 76ers would be probably better off having someone else in there that they can learn with. You know, I know people say, well, look at golden state, look at this. Well, you know, golden state is extremely guard heavy, right? We're talking about a team where the center spot is vital with the 76ers. So when I talk about stuff like that, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, prime example, like top free agent centers right now, like Mo Bomb is a restrictor, restricted Andre Drummond, Nick Clack, Nick Claxon, JaVale McKee, you know, LaMarcus Aldridge, Dwight Hy- Howard, a Hassan Whiteside, you know, Derek favors, you know what I mean? So guys like that, in my opinion, are quality or are, are quality, um, you know, centers who have had experience And then when these other guys develop into their role, then you can have it. But, like, when I'm talking about Andre Drummond, JaVale McGee, those are two guys that you can, especially JaVale McGee, that you can get, you know, at a a discount. I don't think he's going to leave
0: Phoenix. I, I think that with his relationship with Chris Paul and how he played this season, and especially now with the uncertainty right now of what DeAndre Ayton's future is with that club, I think that I'll hold off on that one. I would lean more towards Keith, and to be honest with you, I would go back to Dwight Howard, and, and he's not going to get much money. Andre Drummond is going to yeah. warrant a little bit more money now that yeah. he played play starting minutes with, yeah. the, with the Brooklyn Nets. So yeah. um, if they feel like they can trust Dwight Howard again, knowing that he's going to be Keith cheaper, where well, he's going to, again, probably only play for a one-year deal and with everything so up in the air in Los Angeles, I will look back to dwight howard and see where that is if some of the other things that may fit better don't work out mo bamba is going to cost too much yeah, Andre yeah, Drummond, yeah, yeah. i think he's going to get another opportunity elsewhere lamarcus aldridge he can shoot and all of that but I, I i i really i like the fact that he can shoot but i don't i don't unless you're pairing him giving him his minutes but also the same way that they use nick claxton that would be Paul Reed or Charles Bassey's role. If they're gonna go committee that way, then I'm fine with it. Other than that, I feel like I want somebody else. And I know you're not gonna get much point production-wise from Dwight Howard, but defensively and rebounding, I think he can still contribute. And he has been here, he knows the system, he knows the players, and he would benefit also from James Harden's passing. So that's one that I would look at if we're talking about the backup five minutes.
1: It was a good one, good one. But yeah, those are just names that I'm telling you. Absolutely. Guys who were just more experienced, been in bigger games. Yeah. You know, people won't like to hear Dwight Howard again. Room, you know what then I mean? Nobody's going to want to hear Dwight Howard again. I may I may be well, in the minority. I think there's a reason why they didn't re-sign Dwight Howard. You know what I mean? Fair. So, you Fair. know, that's the, that's the thing. Their backs the might be up against the wall, where
0: they may not have a choice in, yeah. in, in, in this particular case. It may not be something that happens right away. It could happen a few days down the road. Uh, July third, fourth. How old is he I mean, now
1: forty? Probably. Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I, don't,
0: I don't know if he's forty, but he's up there. What thirty eight? Thirty eight. So, I don't know. I would look at it because he does seem like he could still play some some minutes there. And wow, the Mike's
1: mad at us. He's only thirty. He's well, I said only, but 36. He's only thirty six, but it seems like he's been around because. He's been yeah, there the for 18 years. Right,
0: exactly. Yeah, so, but listen, that's just one way to go, I think. And, again, we can talk about it a little bit more as we get into Jaden Springer next and why this offseason is really important for Jaden Springer, a first-round pick from a season ago. We'll tell you why it's important for him to be in the rotation somewhat next right here, Locked On 76ers.
1: BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports development, league reviews, and news, including track and field, major league baseball. And you know what? It just passed, but you know, you can still get stuff on the NHL playoffs just to, you know, just see what's going on, right? But Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And Bet Online remains the best spot for all your sports scores. Podcasts and news this season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to check in on your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. Bet Online, where the game starts.
0: Welcome back to Locked On 76ers. Keith Pompey, Devon Givens with you here. Thank you for making Locked On 76ers your first listen for your next listen. Check out the Locked On Now podcast for nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. In this case, again, the offseason. That's what you'll focus on with the Locked On Now podcast. Go ahead and check it out. Keith, with our offseason here in Philadelphia talking about the 76ers, we mentioned it. Again, the big men in the first segment also need to, as we talked about, approach while they have a guard with some, some athletic ability to him, they still need to address the wing position. And with that, could come in the form of a free agent or a trade, but it could also come in the form of, as they talked about during the end of the season, Doc Rivers and Daryl Morey, Jaden Springer, and his development with the Delaware Bluecoats and what he was able to do. You look at him, he's still, you know, what, 6'3", 6'4", in terms of size, right, Keith? But he has a stocky build, young, and maybe, just maybe, as we watch some of these other teams advance in the postseason, you look at some of the younger players playing some minutes. They don't need to play 20 minutes and, and, and contribute. Maybe he's not ready for that. But playing throughout the regular season is going to be really important to see if he can crack that rotation. Similarly to what we were talking about with Isaiah Joe, Paul Reed, Charles Bassett, guys that never really had a chance. This is an important offseason, Keith, for Jaden Springer. As they try to find some wing help, some wing depth on this basketball team.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's it's an important offseason. You know, it's one of those things where I keep trying to look and I keep asking myself, like, is he gonna get more minutes? You know, is this gonna it's be there his for one? him? I mean, it's there for him, but but also I think it's a lot we gotta find out who's gonna be on this roster, you know, when the regular season comes. But, you know, Jaden Springer was a guy, when they drafted him, he was the second youngest guy in the draft. But he was a guy, when they drafted him, they talked about, you know, his defense and how he brings that and the toughness and the tenacity. And that's something that they really were looking for. They say this offseason. So you feel like there's a role for him, right? Now, the thing about Jaden, I, if we want to be honest, like, even from the from the, the summer league, like, it really was, he was playing on that summer league team with with Tyrese Maxey, Isaiah Joe, Paul Reed. Like these three guys were the focal point of everything. So his job was to stand in the corner, catch and shoot and play some D. So he really wasn't able to feature, be featured and show his game. And then when you look at the um, the G League, right in the regular season, he averaged 15.2 points. The problem is he shot twenty two percent on threes. Now that's not not his skill set right now. That's not his exactly. But what they want is they're looking for three and Ds. And then, like in the Showcase Cup, he averaged fifteen points and he shot twenty eight percent from threes. And then in the playoffs, though, in in the playoffs, he only like it was four playoff games. He shot fifty percent. But like you said, that's not his game right now but you feel like they're going to want somebody out there that's going to be able to stretch the, stretch the floor a little bit. Now he can come I in. Think that's where it, it comes in the
0: form pitch. of, of the others is Isaiah, is
1: Joe ready for that? And, yeah, but we're talking about the, him playing. Like, I don't think he going to get on the court if he can't make that shot. That, you know what I'm saying? That's, all, that's Unless, unless they look at him as a specialist
0: just for his defensive ability and his, his cuts back door is Al alley- you finishing it at the rim. Uh, off of passes, and if he can maybe create himself a little bit of a shot there, closer to the rim, bully a little bit because he does have a little stockier build, and maybe he has a smaller body defensively on him.
1: Yeah, I, it's a lot.
0: It's a lot for us to ask, but the reason we gotta, why we, we think why about, it's important,
1: it's important yeah. because there's opportunity. It's true, but we got to talk about what this roster makeup is going to be like. So you got Maxi, you got James Harden. James Harden is going, you know, dribble, dribble, dribble. You got Maxi doing the cutting. You got Joel Embiid on there. You may have Tobias, you know, still. To me, I think the next player, and I get it, that cutting and all that, you're going to get in. But I think, like, like you said, Isaiah Joe, they want a guy who is going to be out there with them getting these minutes who's knocking down shots and defending. You know, the other stuff is like, yo, bro, we love you and all that. But that's Tobias' role. That's Maxie's role. You know what I mean? I honestly think, like, so, I i mean, I want the guy to play, yeah. but I think he has to show them at least that he can knock down shots. Yeah. Because if not, it's going to be Isaiah
0: Joe. No, I get that. But also, like, when you look at, let's say, Golden State, since they won the championship, and you look at Gary Payton II, we well, already know of fans want to look at Gary Payton II. I think we both believe he's going to stay in Golden State. But the point of it is, is that he's not a knockdown scary shooter. He's a willing shooter, but he's not a knockdown scary shooter. He did hit a couple of shots, but it's it's his defense that got him on the floor. And that's where I'm wondering again, can can they find that role for him while there are others who are gonna be surrounding him and knocking down shots and you hope they do fall, will he be able to get himself on the floor first and foremost because of his defensive play? And Isaiah Joe's on the floor because of his shooting. And with the shooting, they then say, what's really gonna keep him on the floor though, it's his defensive acumen and uh, development year after year after year and game after game, month after month to see if he has it. And I think there's, that. I think there's, a, again, a place for a specialist in that way, like Jaden Springer, if you have enough offensive people around him, that they can then go to him. And I know what we've seen with Theibel, where they will leave him alone and they they dare him to shoot. And Springer, I don't think he's ready to shoot. But if this team is built the right way, I don't see where there's a problem in at least trying to find a spot in the space for Jaden Springer defensively sneaking his way on the floor. It's going to be a, a, a tall, tall task in summer leagues coming up. We'll see what he has. But free agency wise, they need to still and trade possibly need to address the wing position. When we come back, Keith, we got to talk about the saga that continues with uh in brooklyn up 95 where the brooklyn nets and kyrie irving they still seem to be at odds of what his future and his contract might be with the team we'll address it all next right here on locked on 76ers and i gotta tell you about my folks at rock auto they've helped me out a couple of times already for with my taillights i've talked about and with my headlights that i've talked about in my car i saved time and money by using Rock Auto, Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. It makes you feel so comfortable dealing with these great folks. Prices are reliably low for every customer. Why spend 30, 50, even 100% where you can spend way less? As we see, more for the parts from chain stores or car dealerships, where you can get, as an example, the Honda Odyssey fuel pump for 353 as an example from a chain store. You can get that for significantly less at 216 from rock auto why do i tell you that because again i've dealt with them through some personal experiences i endorse them and ask you to check them out they have everything you can need from brake parts tail lamps like i mentioned motor oil and even new carpet done that as well we encourage you to come and check out rock auto once again at rockauto.com go explore their easy to use website to find the solution to your auto part needs go to rockauto.com right now see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need that's at rockauto.com welcome back to locked on 76ers i'm devon Givens, that's keith pompey as you can see under our names there. If you're on the, uh, on the podcast and you cannot see us, welcome. We appreciate you joining us. And we do have to jump around the league because it's free agency nears on Thursday, once again, at 6 p.m. Uh, an Atlantic Division opponent right now is figuring some things out. Send Ben Simmons there for, for James Harden here uh, in, in February during the trade deadline. And not only was James Harden uh, playing on a, what could be a contract year, Ah, uh, based on him opting in or out, the same thing can be said for Kyrie Irving, his former teammate with the Brooklyn Nets. And right now, Keith, when we talked about it last week, seemed like they were at an impasse based on reports. And now we're even hearing Keith that, uh, based on reports, that they at least have talked about contracts. There was a contract offer that Kyrie Irving has yet to accept. And the latest, even if he doesn't, if he doesn't opt into his thirty-six plus million dollars with the Brooklyn Nets. The reports are now that there's a chance that there's belief that he might, as far as the Lakers go specifically, be willing to forego the $36 million overall and simply accept the mid-level, the taxpayer mid-level exception at $6 million to join his former teammate in Cleveland, now with the Los Angeles Lakers, LeBron
1: James. Keith, this thing is a mess up there and good. Yeah, it's, it's a mess. I mean, it's it's crazy how... When we think about it, let's go back to like two years ago, when um, you know when James Harden wanted to go there. You know, let's face it, that's where he wanted to go, right? That's where he no, wanted. To go he told from. you he always wanted to be here. Yeah, that's what he told you. <laughs> <laughs> but he was working out with the Brooklyn Nets players yes. that summer. You know yes. what I mean, leading into the season, right? That's what he told you. That's, so, that's so the, so so the thing is, I mean, you look at it and. You know, two years ago, he said he wanted to come here. He wanted to go there. Then they got, then they made the trade for Ben Simmons, and we all thinking like, "Dag!" After seeing how James played, they probably won the trade, right? If if Ben could get on the court, now it looks like Ben might be the last man standing. You know what I mean? Because you know, Kyrie asked for that's yeah. what he asked for. But but the thing is, it's like it, 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 it's it's crazy because you you, you kind of knew like when you looked at this, you kind of figured and you wondered like how long could the front office deal with it? Like, and I get it. You you got to understand a guy, you got to massage him sometimes, so to speak. But like, as we said before, he missed more games that he played in. And right now it just seems like they don't have a lot of options in regards to uh, quote unquote trade partners, so to speak. And um, you know, they have the Lakers but um everybody else like like they don't want them. For now, they're acting like that. But and
0: look, even if it was a signing trade with the Lakers, who who do they have to send to Brooklyn? Who who would Brooklyn really want? Russell Westbrook,
1: they're not gonna take him back. Exactly. And that's that's the thing, but you gotta figure it out. Now, if I'm the Lakers, if I'm the Lakers, yeah, I probably want Kyrie. You wanna know why? Because of LeBron. If LeBron says that's who he wants to play with then I'm going to try to make the King happy if I'm the Lakers, right? They've already done that. that. Yeah, but I I just think that right now. If you can get him at $6 million,
0: everybody should try to get him. Even the Sixers. If he was to take $6 million with that mid-level, taxpayer mid-level exception, even the Sixers would have to look into that. That would be foolish not to do that as much as we're talking numbers like 36 and then requiring him to play – like we expect them to play at an all-star level and get you to the promised land. If, if $6 million is, is the bill, you pay that bill.
1: Yeah. But it also goes with to that, That is easy to say that, but in a league where the players run the league, basically. Yeah. I mean, you're going to bring somebody in. It's easy to say that, but how's that locker room going? Yeah.
0: And, and most That's importantly with, with James
1: Harden, not even James, Joel Embiid is more importantly, the James Harden part of it because I think Joel and and, and uh, Kyrie will get along greatly I mean they they have a pretty good friendship you know relationship but I just think it's the heart and the heart and saga but you know if you can let bygones be got bygones and but the thing is that will be a quality backcourt the only problem is is you know The last three years, he missed more games than he played. And I get it, the COVID stuff, and I get all that. But it's like the question is, can you depend on him? You know what I mean? That's the problem. But it's funny. Like, everything else is small potatoes, so to speak. And all the talk is about him and what he's going to do. Yeah. And the other part that we need to focus
0: on is if things go the other way with Kyrie Irving, what does that mean for Kevin Durant? Yeah. And how that thing plays out there with him. Well, he ask out he's not going to want to go to battle with just Ben Simmons, who he doesn't even know if he can trust him uh, going forward. So wh- one more thing before we go. Why, why is this important for the 76ers? For me, I think it's just simply that's one less team to worry about if Kyrie Irving moves on, they, they might be able to bring somebody back in. They may not. But if this thing goes sideways for them, this is good for the 76ers. One less team to worry
1: about competing against really for playoff positioning during the season. But you know what? You're right about that. But you know what? If they do trade Kyrie, do a sign and trade with him to the Lakers, they would have to get rid of Kevin Durant. I mean, salary-wise, you you feel like you would have to add Westbrook, right? Salary-wise, yeah. you would feel yeah. like. So exactly. if you do that, and then Kevin, you know Kevin Durant, if even if when Kyrie leaves, you know Kevin Durant is going to ask for a trade. You, you know should. what I mean? So, so, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, if Kyrie leaves, I think Kevin's out.
0: Any 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 chance we uh, we can talk to Daryl Morey and figure
1: it out and get him here? I mean, Kevin Durant, we're talking about. Yeah, I mean that's that's one of those. I mean, Tobias, I, if I was Darryl, Tobias be Harris, hard, huh? Tobias Harris and whatever.
0: Yeah, I mean, but would you give up Maxie for him? Tobias Harris and Maxi for Kevin Durant? Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah yeah i would i would of course try tobias harris and matisse Thibault, but i would definitely uh i, I would have to look in, in, into doing something like that we're talking about kevin durant so yeah, but i don't
1: think you could get tobias and Maxi. i mean and and matisse for kevin durant no i, I, I understand that. valerie match yeah, i understand that because now you're talking about they're looking to rebuild and they're going to yeah. want something
0: if tobias harris has the two years they're going to get off get his money off the books in two years maxi is the one if they're going to look to pay keep him around and build with him if that was the case but this is one that's intriguing how real is it don't know but it will have a lot of ripple effects and impacts in the Atlantic division the Eastern Conference and again with the 76ers we have to pay attention to this key thanks we got to thank everybody for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day on our next episode we got to get into the front office and the head coach and their importance of this offseason it's huge for this basketball team no more second round exits So we have to talk about the front office and the head coach now make your second listen locked on nba for locked on experts covering the biggest stories around the nba like kyrie irving every monday through friday in less than 30 minutes is free and available wherever you get
1: your podcast keith let the people know where they can find us please wherever you get your podcast like my man d said you can subscribe to this podcast if you want to get this youtube channel you want to look at us. Go to, go to Locked On 76ers YouTube channel. You click on the Liberty Bell. That's how you subscribe to it. Also, this week, make sure you listen to The In the Morning. So you're on the morning show the morning at 97.5. So make sure you get up and you listen to them. You can also uh, follow me by going to inquire.com or picking up the Philadelphia Inquirer. But you need to follow us on Twitter. Follow my man D at Divine G975 and follow me at Pompeii on Sixers. Absolutely. And Keith, of course,
0: we'll be hands-on for all of the things that are going on with the 76ers, checking in on all the intel and the sources and seeing what's happening with this basketball team. If you want to know where any player might be coming into town, leaving town, Pompeii on Sixers. That's where you guys need to focus on during the start of free agency. Not only today on Monday, but Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and after as well. Keith, thanks so much, man, as always. Appreciate it, and we'll catch up tomorrow, man. All right, bro. Good talking to you, Pete. You as always. Thanks, folks.